Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh, there are. There's so many attempts to rewrite history. It's, you know, the study of history should be simply the study of facts. This happened here on this date. These people were involved. Here's what they did. Here's what they went. Here were the uh, the uh, events that happened. But we are in the midst of this enormous effort to just rewrite history and to make it into our own image, to reinterpret history. That's why they're tearing down all the statues. What happened happened. The good things in history happened. The bad things in, in history happened. There were good people. There were bad people. There were good events. There were bad events. There were wonderful events. There were tragic events. But they happened. That's history. And and yet we are seeing this attempt to absolutely rewrite and erase history and pretend that things in history didn't happen, or if they happened, they didn't happen the way they really happened. They happened in a way that we reinterpret. And the way that we interpret it is usually based on our worldview. Hey, by the way, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. It's the 5 o'clock hour. Let me uh, tell you why I'm on this tirade. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. By the way, I'm not mad, I'm not angry, but just a personal request. If I say something on the air that you disagree with, Give me a call. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. I'm here. I'll take your call. Do not call my engineer and try to convince him that I'm wrong. He's got other things to do. He's busy over there. Please, don't try to convince him of what you believe about this or this. He's not getting paid enough for that. Okay, so just a, a a personal request. If you hear something that I say and you disagree with it, I'd love to talk to you. But don't call Jeff and try to convince him. He already knows I'm almost always wrong. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Back to history. The way we interpret history is often determined by our worldview. And I've explained worldview to you many, many, many times. Forgive me, please, for the repetition, but it's important. It's like lenses on glasses, eyeglasses, okay? If you wear glasses, everything you see is impacted by your glasses because you look through those glasses to see everything that you can see. This is a really dumb illustration, but this happened a few months ago, and it actually happened. It really happened. 
uh, I went into a store. And uh, I don't remember what store it was. Again, it's been a few months ago. And I'm in the store, and I'm walking around the store, and I'm thinking, man, it's dark in here. This is crazy. I've been in this store before. I don't ever, I don't ever remember being this dark. They have some of the lights turned off. And I'm looking up at the ceiling, and it looks like all the lights are on. And I'm thinking, are they trying to save money? You know, and I, you know, I'm just walking around, and I keep thinking, it's, it's, it seems so dark in here. I was wearing my sunglasses. Yeah, I really was. Yeah, I, uh, mm-hmm. I was wearing my sunglasses. And so everything I saw was impacted by the dark glass that I was looking through. Have you ever had really, really, really dirty glasses? I mean, they're smudged, and you're, oh, man. Okay. Your worldview is like lenses on your glasses, and things are imprinted on those lenses. Man is good. Man is bad. Man is fallen. God is supreme. God doesn't even exist. You have all of these things that you believe from your philosophy, your ideology, or even your theology. And you interpret everything around you through the lens of your worldview. And we need to understand that. And that's why I stress so very, very, very much and so very, very often to have a biblical worldview so that whatever you see, whatever you perceive, you are interpreting it from God's point of view and the point of view of Scripture. Okay. Well, we have all kinds of weird lenses. Here is a story that I came across today. Real story. Some Anglo-Saxon warriors were trans, yeah, trans, trans, transgender, Anglo-Saxon, yeah. Some Anglo-Saxon warriors were trans, claims an academic. A British academic projecting, quote, trans theory onto the past has claimed that the graves of Anglo-Saxon warriors indicate that some among their ranks were transgender. James Davison, a University of Liverpool Ph.D. candidate and tutor of medieval history, listen carefully, listen carefully, has asserted that examining the graves of Anglo-Saxon warriors through the lens, through the lens through the lens of transness, his words, not mine, suggests that there may have been trans warriors 1,500 years ago and that so-called transgender women may have been exalted in their society. Davidson claimed that, and again I'm quoting, deploying the lens of trans theory and the 21st century language of transness has the potential to improve historians' understanding of early Anglo-Saxon gender. So he admits he is studying history through a trans lens. He is expecting 
wanting to find trans people. He is wanting to find trans people. So guess what? He found what he wanted to find. Quote, although the researcher admitted that his work was merely speculative, yeah, he admits, well, speculation, do I have any proof? No. But how did he come to this conclusion? A grave that was excavated between 1951 and 1953, classified as one of the deeply degraded remains as being possibly female. Now, why? Well, no real reason. The body was too degraded to do any kind of DNA analysis or whatever. Just, um, well, we think maybe maybe it was female. But the body was buried with artifacts typically, typically associated with male warriors, such as a sword, a shield, and a spearhead. So, one grave, one single grave that maybe kind of possibly could have been a female had a sword, a shield, and a spearhead in the grave. Which proves, according to this guy, this was a trans individual. Due to this apparent discrepancy, unverifiable due to the state of the remains, Davison argued that this could be interpreted as the grave of a trans man who enjoyed a position of respect in his community, displaying his wealth, masculinity, and perhaps warrior status through his shield, sword, and spear. Any proof? No. Any evidence? No. Pure speculation? Yes. The uh, so-called researcher was looking through a trans lens and a trans lens of transness. And because of that, this guy is trying to rewrite history. Yeah, transgenderism uh, existed 1,500 years ago. Um, and the sad thing is, there will be a whole bunch of people who will look at this nonsense and go, wow. Yeah, I would say, wow, as well. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Here's an update on the um, plane crash in Florida from the plane that left Ohio State uh, University Airport uh, earlier today. Uh, five on board, two have been reported killed. We do not know the condition of the others. Again, it was reported that there were five people on board. Uh, two are being reported dead by local authorities. Uh, it's being reported that the plane lost power 
landed on I-75 near Naples, collided with a vehicle, a car, and caught fire. We do not know the condition of the people in the car. We don't know who the two people are that are dead. We don't know the condition of the other three, evidently, that were on the airplane. So very little is known right now. The uh, pilot radioed that he had lost both engines and would not be able to reach the airport, was uh, declaring an emergency, and um, landed on uh, the highway. So that's all we know. Uh, We do not know the identity of the uh, uh, passengers on the plane. We just know that it took off from uh, Don Scott Field earlier today and was flying evidently to to Naples. So uh, sad, sad situation. And obviously the news this evening will probably be able to tell us much more about who was on the plane, the purpose of the flight, and uh, so forth. But pray for the families involved. Folks, life can change in a heartbeat. Life can change in a heartbeat. Make sure you are prepared for eternity. I'm not trying to be macabre. I'm just trying to be realistic. Listen. All of us are going to face death one day. All of us. None of us are getting out of here alive unless Jesus comes back. And that would be fine. That would be fine. But otherwise, none of us are getting out of here alive. And the question is, are you ready to meet death? If you were to die today, are you absolutely positive you would go to heaven? I'm asking you that serious question. I'm I'm on the radio, I can't see you, you can't see me, but I'm trying to be as personal as I can. If you were to die today, are you absolutely positive that you're on your way to heaven? Many people say, well, you can't be sure. Yes, you can. I am absolutely certain. I have no doubt whatsoever. If you are not certain, then please understand this. Number one, you're a sinner, and your sin has separated you from a holy God. The good news is Jesus Christ came to this earth to give himself as a sacrificial lamb on the cross. He paid the price for your sin. And because of that, he wants to give you the free gift of eternal life. You can't earn it. You can't deserve it. But you can receive it. And here's all you have to do. Pray a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know I don't deserve to go to heaven, but I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I believe that you are who you said you were, and I ask you, to come into my life, into my heart. I'm asking you to save me right now. Be my Savior. By faith, I accept the free gift of eternal life. Right here, right now, I ask you for the free gift of eternal life. 
And I put my complete faith and trust in you, Jesus. If you do that on the authority of Scripture, you can absolutely know that you are born again. You can know that. If you live another day, you'll go to heaven. If you live another 50 years, you'll go to heaven. You mean, Bob, you really can know your eternal destiny? Yeah, you certainly can. The Bible is very, very clear. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It's it's not easy. It's not easy because human beings do not want to admit that they're sinners. They're going to impress God. They're going to earn God's salvation. They're going to go to church. They're going to do good works. None of those things work. None of them. So it's not easy to admit that you are a sinner and your sin has separated you from God. But it is easy. And no matter who you are, people get saved the same way. Old, young, educated, uneducated, black, white, yellow, brown, doesn't make any difference. The cross of Jesus Christ is the great equalizer. Everyone comes to Jesus the same way. So I ask you again, if you were to die today, are you absolutely positive you would go to heaven? If you do not know that, ask Jesus Christ to be your Savior right now. Right now. And if you do, let me know, bob at bobtalk.com. Please, let me know. I'd love to know. I'd love to pray for you. I'd love to welcome you to the family of God. Bob at bobtalk.com. 